0: Welcome to the ASVAB Domination Podcast by Gaminol Tutors. I'm your host, Mickey Gaminal and today I will be covering all sorts of things that are ASVAB related. If you have an ASVAB coming up, or if you just want to prepare for any standardized test that's high stakes, this show was made for you. Let's get you the best possible score so that you can open the most doors and make the most informed decision with what to do with your future hope you enjoy the show and i'll see you guys on the other side what's up guys today i am talking to you about how to study for word knowledge if you've been taking the asvab or the afct or the praxis if you got any of these tests coming up in your future what you really want to do is get really good at word knowledge because typically word knowledge is worth twice as much as any other topic. And it goes by faster than any other topic. So word knowledge can make or break your score in a very, very quick speed. So you only get about 15 minutes to go through 15 questions. And so what you want to do, I I think it's even less than that. You get maybe 12 minutes for 15 questions, something like that. So you don't get very much time. You have less than a minute per question. And that's fine because word knowledge is basically, do you know this word? Does it mean this? Does it mean that? And then boom, move on to the next one. So it's not like you need all the time in the world, but what will help you a lot is studying on the front end. So, you know, Usain Bolt said it best, he's trained for 30 years to run a race that lasted like five seconds, right? Same idea here, even though the test itself is super duper quick, you wanna spend a good amount of time studying on word knowledge and brushing up and in- increasing your, your lexicon and your vocabulary. You want a plethora of words to choose from when you go through this word knowledge question, word knowledge test. It's, it's going to help you in more ways just the test. Having a bigger vocabulary allows you to get more complicated ideas across to other people. Jordan Peterson says that someone who's really good with their words is deadly. Once you are able to say exactly what you want to say, you can really inspire others around you to understand exactly what you're trying to get across. And if you can share visions like that, you're someone who's going to be much more successful in life. And that's the reason that word knowledge is worth so much. Word knowledge, when you think about it, anybody from a CEO to a janitor, they're all, you know, going to be good or bad at their jobs, but the way that they communicate to other people, whether it's, Hey, we need to increase this quadrant or, Hey, I need more dish soap. The better that you can speak to other people, the more successful you're going to be at your job nine times out of 10. Communication is key and that's why word knowledge is so, so valuable when it comes to your AFQT and your GT scores, word knowledge is key. So uh, you get 15 questions in nine minutes. So you get a nine minute test, 15 questions. So burn through it. What you don't wanna do is you don't wanna dwell on your lack of skills. So as you're preparing for this test, don't get in your head about, oh, I'm bad at words, I'm bad at words. Don't necessarily like beat yourself up about it. What you do wanna do is, is spend time trying to build the skill. So adding three to five words per day is going to help you a ton. And so what I have my students do is we create what's called a word bank. The word bank is gonna have the word, it's gonna have the definition all the way out. So I have students write the full definition from Google or the dictionary or wherever. That way, inside of definitions, you're going to find other words that you may or may not know. And if you find words in the definition that you don't understand, you definitely wanna look those up because those words are used to explain things. And so the more of those words you have, the better you'll do. And so build up that word bank. The last thing that you're gonna have is, the word, the definition, and the simplest term. So whatever that term means to you, if we use a word that I used earlier, plethora, right? Plethora, the official definition is a multitude of things. Plethora. And it helps to even use the Google pronouncing plethora tool so that it speaks to you, so that, you know, it helps to, once you hear the word that helps and you wanna be able to read it out loud or whisper it to yourself. The definition is a large or excessive amount Of something so a plethora of committees and subcommittees an excess of bodily fluid fluid particularly blood so plethora means a whole bunch of extra right and so what you want to do is you want to write that full definition large or excessive right if you don't know what excessive means that's a word that you definitely want to look up because that's a word that they use in definitions and getting good at those simple building block words are crucial for both word knowledge and paragraph comprehension. So you wanna write down the word itself, write down the full definition, and then the simplest term. So my simplest term for plethora could be a lot. Your simplest term for plethora could be a ton, or a bunch, or oodles and gobs, or whatever you know simplest term you want for you. If you speak a different language, you can use a different language here. What you're really looking for is the simplest term, the meaning of the word, the word that's going to Tie that word to your brain so you know exactly what the word means. That's my pro tip for building your word bank. When you're building your word bank, just do three to five words per day. Over seven days, you'll have anywhere from 21 to 35 words right there. And so as you build those words, the one of the best places to find them, you can find them on ASVAB Practice Tests. There's an ASVAB Practice Test at asvabdomination.com that you can use. There's a ASVAB Practice Test on Google. They're all over the place. So check out some ASVAB Practice Tests. Write down the words, Write down down the definitions and write down the simplest terms and study those words so that when you go in to take the test, you see words that you've seen before. Next is going to be look for opposites, use process of elimination. So what I mean by that is if you have, you know, the word rain, we all know what rain means, and then it's A, B, C, D, and the options are either like drizzle or sunlight, you can think of those two words, drizzle and sunlight. Okay, these are opposites. And so one of those words is probably the right answer. And so if you're looking at ABCD and you see opposites, that's usually an indication that one of those two extremes is the right answer. The reason they do that is that they want you to accidentally pick the wrong extreme because then they know, okay, this person definitely doesn't know what this word means. And so then they can change your score accordingly, give you the next question accordingly so that they can figure out, okay, what words do they know? And next time you see an opposite, remember that could be an indication of one of those words is probably the right answer. Could be, not always. And then think of the words in context. So one of my favorite practice questions was the blank speech, the monotonous speech left them all feeling sleepy. And so what I did is I would remove that word and just leave it as blank. The blank speech left them all feeling sleepy. And then I'd have students fill in the blank. And so whether they know the word monotonous or not, they know the context. A speech that leaves you feeling sleepy is usually a boring speech. And so the answer was boring, but the word that they used to get there was monotonous or monotonous, as a lot of students would say, because they haven't seen the word before. So go ahead and use the context. Context clues are going to help you. The reason they have context questions in the Hasbab is to see if you can read the set words around the word and kind of make it make an educated guess based on those context clues. And one last thing, like I said, simplest terms is the trick. So remember to find the 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 simplest term, the simplest meaning for all these complicated words that you find when you're taking practice tests and use that to kind of tie it into your mind. So whatever the simplest term is, it's really gonna be what sticks that word to your mind so that when you're going through the test, you may see it in the question or you may see it in the answer, but you'll know, oh, okay, I know what this word means. And that kind of confidence is gonna carry over into the next question and even into the next subtests. So definitely, definitely try to figure out the simplest term. What is this word meaning? to you. So keep that in mind. Again, it's a super fast test. So you definitely want to be awake. You know, you only got less than 10 minutes to to really drastically affect your score, whether it goes way up or way down in that time is up to you. So just be ready for that. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Be good to yourself and treat yourself as a learner. Have a great day, guys. Hey, for those of you who don't know, the ASVAP is a responsive test. And what that means is for every question that you go through, Whether you get the answer right or wrong, the question that follows is either going to be harder or easier based on your skill level. The reason they do this is if you start getting a lot right, they want to see just how good you are at math. So it's going to give you harder and harder questions. And if you just got one wrong, it's going to give you easier questions to see just how bad you are at math. So if you've ever been taking the ASVAB and you've seen a question that you don't know how to answer, or you have no idea what it means. It probably means that you were getting some right answers and now you're at a point where you don't know how to answer anymore because now this is the skill level that you're not at yet. And so what I've done is I've gone ahead and created the ASVAB crash course for the math phobic. This crash course goes over 11 sections of math and shows you kind of what the hardest questions will look like. And then I break it down into simple and easy to understand steps so that if you see one of these hard questions on your test, you'll know two things. One, you'll know that you're killing it and you're doing really, really well because they wouldn't ask you hard questions if you weren't doing well. And two, you'll actually know how to get those right and so that it's gonna give you continue to give you hard questions which is gonna just throw your score through the roof. And this of course is gonna result in a better MOS, a better bonus, a better career, and a better six year contract or three year contract overall. So if you'd like to give this course a try, I've created a coupon code for you. The coupon code is GAMONAL, G-A-M-O-N-A-L, and you can do that for $53 off. Just go to GAMONALTUTORS.com, G-A-M-O-N-A-L-T-U-T-O-R-S.com, and you can register for that course right there. Use coupon code GAMONAL and let me know what you think. I'm excited. I've seen this course help a lot of people on the ASVAB and I'm excited to hear your story of how it helped you. So don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions, but the ASVAB course, the ASVAB crash course for the math phobic can be found at gaminaltutors.com and use coupon code GAMINAL for $53 off. Thanks and can't wait to hear your story.